Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to Fan Park Live Match Day Madness. The first Saturday of the English Premier League yeah, season is now over. We are going to be covering... Well, welcome to all the channels that are tuning in. We're going to be talking Huddersfield versus Chelsea. Sorry, ball has landed in the EPL. We want to talk to Chelsea fans about how they're feeling after their 3-0 victory. Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Everton plays out and turns out to be, for me, the best game of the Premier League weekend so far. It's £50 million Richarlison with a brace in his debut for Everton. Nuno Santos... Wolves side, you know what, they don't, they don't, they didn't look as good as they looked in the championship, but they show that they've got resilience, they come from behind twice to deliver, and of course there were many other games today as well, we're going to take phone calls on all of them, we want your opinions on all of them, 0203-606-0315, we want to take your calls, and you know what, they're, they're ready and available now, we're going to go straight into your live phone calls, we want to know what you're all saying, what you're all thinking about, what you're all feeling, here we go. Hello and welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? My name's Sam. Hello, Sam. Who do you support, mate? I'm a Liverpool fan. Liverpool fan. Good, good. What, what did you make of uh, the, the opening games of this weekend today? Chelsea, obviously, 3-0 victors. Wolves put on a very entertaining game with Everton. Where's your mind at with the opening fixtures? Yeah, well, um, I watched both. I watched the Chelsea-Huddersfield match and I just finished watching the Everton-Wolves um, match. First of all, I want to I wanna shout out to Charleston, to be fair, because... A lot of people over the years have gone for big price tags and a lot of people were probably laughing saying Richarlison 50 mil and the, the only thing he could have done was go and show he's worth 50 mil and I think that performance today, he's literally got his team a point with 10 men. It looked like the game was lost and that was a big performance from him so that was, that was really impressive. It was true and interestingly and, with Richarlison, just quickly, um, a lot of people are talking about his 50 million pound move. It was actually 35 million. Um the extra fi the fifty million move that is people have been adding a lot of agent fees and they've been adding a lot of things on there. He moved for thirty five million pound. There are a few add ons, but they're not guaranteed add ons in terms of they're 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 literally equated to levels of goals that are scored and uh, trophies that could be won by Everton, which means. Are they likely to happen? Maybe, maybe not. It's not as though they've got to pay an extra ten million when he has a hundred appearances. So, at the moment, it's thirty-five million pound this transfer. So he's been a little bit um, disrespected with that. But what a performance from him today! Absolutely. Um, what were you yeah. going to move on to? I was going to just talk about the um, Chelsea game. The Chelsea game is really interesting for me because I was thinking this is the first time Chelsea have had a real attacking philosophy since AVB. If you want to count that. Yep. So I was I was really keen to see how they would get on, and I feel that I'm not really. I think obviously in time that they'll probably get it when they get the players and everything. But I'm not really buying it personally. I, I don't think I think a better position today than Huddersfield could have could have given them a better test, and maybe maybe even have drawn or beaten them. I feel like um the sorry system. I don't think because they, they these players these Chelsea players have been used to playing with a. A defensive system for the past maybe three years. They've got yep. players that have suited it. 
David Luiz, for example, was protected by the system. Um, Aspel Equator was brilliant in it. Um, Marcus Alonso like basically made a career out of it. But now I think with this new, you see how their um, defense was pushed really high up the pitch. Yep. I feel that that obviously Huddersfield didn't have much pace in behind, so they couldn't really exploit it. But I feel like a team with some pace and efficient counterattacks could get in behind David Luiz, and they could really like disrupt the backline of Chelsea. And I feel like. Um, it wasn't really as slick. All the, the movements and the passing wasn't as slick as Napoli. Obviously, it's not going to be, but I just don't think they've got the players. Do you know what I mean? I don't think. I think he's going to need a transfer window before we see the proper the proper Chelsea of under Sarri. Yeah, no, I, I, do you know what? I understand exactly where you're coming from there, and thank you very much for your call. Um, I would love to know what Chelsea fans think about that. But look, there's going to be an embedding process when it comes to Sarri coming in. No doubt about that whatsoever. We actually have uh, Neeks from Neek Sports, who was on last night. Uh, he's going to be coming on via uh, FaceTime with us now. I'm just going to call him back and get him, get his, get, get his mug on the screen. We're just giving him a quick call now. We're going to get him on the air. Neeks, how are you, mate? I'm all right, Terry. How's it going? I'm good, mate. I'm very, very good. Um, opening Saturday of the Premier League season, we saw Sari Ball... Um, sort of do its thing they won 3-0 we just had a Liverpool fan phone up and say that he actually thinks that a better side than than Huddersfield could actually expose this Chelsea team uh, how did you think Chelsea did today? Um, I think well firstly I think uh, Sari is definitely a more attacking uh, attack minded manager than you could say their last two so I guess the you attack uh, unless you're going to play a, a complete possession based game like Man City the more you're likely to concede chances or there's gaps at the back. So I think with the more attacking side of play, teams may think that they have more of a chance of scoring, but with the wealth of talent that Chelsea has going forward, Hazard was on the bench, and we saw when he came off the impact he had. So I think the attacking style of play definitely suits the players they've got, and um, I, expect that, I expect them to to do well um, under, under Sarri. They, I think they played well today. Jorginho obviously got his goal. A very brilliant penalty, actually. Um, Hazard might have to... He might have to sit down on penalty duties if Jorginho carries on like that. Kante got his goal and, of course, Pedro. So they've got they've got options in the central midfield and um, up front. I think, just on an individual basis, defensively, I, I'm not 100% sure about Chelsea. David Luiz, for example, um, in a two-man midfield... Uh, sorry, two-man centre-back partnership. I've never been... A fan of. Um, he was definitely exposed in the community field. Um, Huddersfield obviously don't have the same quality as Man City. And also, Alonso defensively, I think he definitely performed well in obviously the 3 5 or the 3 5 2, 3 4 3, whatever Conte played. But as a, just a straight left back whose main thing is to defend, uh, it remains to be seen if he's if he's got that. But the other two, as, as for the Quayar, obviously he's world class. I think he can do it in any formation. And Rudiger's young, um, so he's still got improvement to do. But yeah, I, I, do you know what? I get that. I just think with the Chelsea side of things, it's an interesting one because they won three 0 today. So Chelsea fans will be happy. I just kind of get this feeling that how do I put this? If it doesn't click straight away and results do go a little bit pear shaped. Chelsea just feel like the worst-placed team in the UK for Sarri to try and implement a style of play. I mean, look how long it's taken Jurgen Klopp to get Liverpool to this level. Uh, I, I can't see Chelsea affording 
sorry that same amount of time. Amount of time. No, uh, the history, history suggests that even when managers start off well, if they don't continue on that trend at Chelsea, then they're usually out of the door. Carlo Ancelotti probably being the most obvious one, having won double and then the season after was his final season. So, yeah, he's def- he definitely wouldn't be afforded the time that Liverpool gave to, um, to, uh, to is given to Klopp. But it's all about what Chelsea's expectations. Now, obviously, based on the last, what, 15 years since Abramovich came, we know the expectations are to win the Premier League or the Champions League. But it's so difficult now with six teams really fighting for, you could say, four places slash one place is only one winner. But, um... I do expect the favourites to probably win the league. So, Chelsea, if, if Sarri doesn't win the league, does that mean he's underachieved? Does he get sacked? It, it's, 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 you have to really ask what Abramovich's um, expectations are this season. For me, I don't think I don't think Chelsea are going to perform badly, but I do not think they're going to make the top four. But it's not that they perform badly. It just means that the other five teams who are quality teams, yeah. I think this is going to do a bit better. No, I understand that completely, mate. Really appreciate your call, mate. We'll speak to you again soon. Cheers, mate. All right, bye, bye, bye. I think what we'll do next time, we, we've had a few issues here with Skype today. We'll, we've got to get Adam Charles on the line. Uh, Abs will call him. We'll call him up and get him up there. My uh, <laughs> my ex-wife's calling because my son wants to FaceTime. Should we get my son on the air? No, I can't do that. I called ages ago. I'm now working. Honestly, my son's great, but he always calls and wants to speak to me. When I'm working. Yeah, he's been in the studio, my son. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> here we go. We've got phone calls. We'll get some more people's views and opinions. I want to hear what more Chelsea fans have got to say. Yeah, Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? It's Miles. Hello, Miles. How are you doing? Not bad, pal. Are you? I'm very good. Who do you support? I'm a Spurs fan, mate. Spurs. Okay, good, good. I mean, y- yourselves, you know, you won today. Um, you picked up the 2-1 victory. You've seen mm-hmm. sort of rivals Chelsea go out there and win 3-0 today. Uh, what's, your, what's your opening thoughts of, of, of the opening Saturday of the weekend? Average, mate. Average from a Spurs perspective. Got the job done. There's obviously a lot of leggy players out there. Um, don't think Aurier, Sissoko or Lucas are good enough of a team, to be perfectly honest. Um, I'd like to see Son um, playing from a start. I'd like to see Winks come back. Obviously, he's got an injury at the moment. So, a few, a few tweaks and a bit more time to work on our fitness, and I think we'll be away. Um, I just wanted to pick you up on St. Terry. I don't know if anyone's told you or not yet, mm-hmm. but you mentioned in one of your other videos that players, uh, clubs can still bring players in on loans. They can. They yes. can't. No, they, they can't, mate. They can't. It's um, only um, lower division clubs that can still bring him on loan. Premiership is done. So uh, we had uh, John Smith in here, who is one of the... Yeah, uh, do you know what? I know John, I don't know him personally, but I was surprised at that. But um, if you look on the Premier League site, uh, it actually tells you you can't bring him in. Okay. I I was literally going by what John, as as one of the biggest agents in the world, was saying. Yeah, no, no. Um, That's why I was surprised that he said that. I don't know if they've changed rules or something, or maybe... He got confused, but no, you definitely can't bring him in anymore. The, cl- uh, the clubs in the Premiership had to submit their final 25-man list by the end of business yesterday. So it's done now. Most in is in. You can only get players in on an you know, emergency if you've got bad injuries. Fair or enough. They make an exception. Well, we, we, we live and learn, as, as you say, but uh, fair enough. Well, that, that does shut the window, which is a shame, really, because I think some teams like Man United and, and Spurs 
especially could probably do with a loan a loney or two between yeah, now and I totally now agree, the end of the season. Yeah, it's interesting. You as a United fan, what yeah. is your opinion on Mourinho's issue with your defence? Because I think you've got one of the better defences in the Premiership. I don't think you really need too many reinforcements. <sighs> I, I don't see. I don't necessarily think he has an issue in the way in which people try to uh, um, portray it in many ways. I kind of feel a bit like, how do I say this when it comes to what people think? I look at it a bit like he just wants it to be better, and I, yeah. I don't think he. It's about a lack of faith in certain individuals. I just feel that he wants it to be better than it currently is, and I think you can go through a lot of teams and and say I'm happy with what I've got, but then mm. if there's an opportunity to make it better. You know, you go out there and do that. And I think if, if, if Man United would have been able to bring in Toby Odeviereld, if they could have brought in Bonucci, as an example, these individuals make our defence better than what it is. And it, it is a decent defence. Them, coupled with the best goalkeeper in the world, was the reason why we had one of the best defensive records in the Premier League last year. Yeah, that, that, that's a very good point, actually. De Gea does make your defence look better than they probably are, but still yeah, decent. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, that, that these things happen um, sometimes. And look, I, I think that, you know, Jose Mourinho has been very, very open and clear in his press conferences um, leading up to um, the start of the season that he wanted some new players. However, he did also say that if that doesn't happen. He's happy with what he's got. He's confident in the squad that he's got. And, you know, there's a great atmosphere amongst these players. And I think that, you know, most, most of the time as well, most professional players like to see new signings and top quality signings come in as well. It gives a buzz around the place. They understand, they know the quality. Like, yeah, you can be a very self-confident individual. But, you know, if, you, if you're Chris Smalling or Phil Jones and Bonucci signs, you know he's better than you. And yeah. you're still going to want to remain a part of the squad because you think, well, now we've got an even better chance of winning silverware, you know. So it's one of those yeah. things for me. But so look, really do appreciate the call, mate. Thank you very, very much. Terry, before you go, can I just make one quick point about Arsenal? Yeah, go for it. I just want to say, mate, all the Arsenal fans predicting that they're going to finish second and third and Robbie talking about why can't we sign a proper top world-class player... I think they're delusional, mate. I, I think they've forgotten they haven't got Champions League football anymore. Top, top-class players like Robbie talks about wanting to sign aren't going to want to come to a team that hasn't got Champions League football anymore. Mate, thank so, you for uh, making that point. Arsenal fans, if you're listening, come on and have your say. Cheers, mate. Um, so, in, honest opinion, want to hear from some Chelsea fans. We are still currently on 100% Chelsea. Want to hear from some of those coming through. Adam Charles is on the phone lines very, very soon as well. We're going to get him on. Um, Adam's just putting another call through now. I want to hear from Chelsea fans. Adam. Yo. What's happening, bruv? I'm all right. How are you? I'm very good, mate. I'm very, very good. Um, I see you were at, you were at Charlton game today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were. Me, um, RBC and, and Jao went to the Charlton game. Nice, mate. Nice, look, proper little club, that. Traditional football club. I like it down there. Definitely. It's decent. Yeah. What, what did you make of Chelsea today, mate? Um, I said, what? Well, if you watch the video that I did, I predicted that Chelsea were going to win 3-0. Um, I didn't think that Huddersfield were going to give them much of a game because I, I don't really like Huddersfield. I don't like David Wagner. I think they have no place in the Premier League whatsoever. Um, but I think it's good that Jorginho got off to a, a winning start. He scored the penalty. That'll do some, uh, give him a, a confidence boost as well. Pedro, yeah. uh, he was the final scorer. Who was the first scorer? Kante. Kante, yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's it's good. It's, it it kind of shows that Chelsea have strength and depth because Hazard wasn't uh, starting. Um, but I mean, the big talking point for me is that Morata had a stinker. 
Um, <laughs> again, and, and yeah, that's their main striker. They didn't bring a striker in the, in in the summer, so I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, uh, Abs just said they don't need Morata. They have Kante now. He's going to score the goals. Um, they've obviously got Olivier Giroud. Um, who I, I think Olivier Giroud will play on a more regular basis. But Morata just looks shot, devoid of confidence. Um, it is a strange one. I mean, Chelsea didn't have... I said it in, in, in your show on the fifth official the other day. Chelsea didn't have this great window that people are making out because they had a lot more holes in their team uh, then I think others outside of Arsenal, they had a lot more holes in in their squad in the top six than anybody else did. And, and they've brought in yeah. some good, very good midfielders, obviously a really talented young goalkeeper. My biggest issue with Chelsea, though, is is this sorry ball. When is it going to fit in? Because look, 3-0, I think they deserve to win 3-0. I thought Huddersfield were poor today. However, they still created quite a few opportunities against Chelsea. And I suppose that the, the problem comes from a cultural issue with Chelsea and whether or not they're fans and their board are going to allow Sari enough time to get his style of football integrated because I think if yeah. Chelsea today were playing Leicester from last night if they were playing the, the Everton and Wolves team that we watched today if they were even playing yeah. Newcastle all of them showed a lot more quality in Huddersfield this Chelsea team could have found themselves on the end of a different type of result so for me it's about imploring Chelsea as a football club to remain patient with Sari and let him integrate this style of football that he wants. That's from a, a neutral football point of view. As a rival, I, I want them to get rid of him within two or three months and to be in turmoil, of course. There's there's there is absolutely no denying that. Um did you also see much of did you see any of the Wolves Everton game? Yeah, it's it's interesting because we were in a, a proper dirty pub near near Charlton. Like we were in a discuss imagine Green Street but times that by 10. Um, uh. And so, yeah, we're in a pub with proper skinheads and, and whatnot. And we were watching the Wolves-Everton game, but then we got kicked out. Um, so, so, yeah. Why? But we managed to... Uh, because, uh, basically, we didn't we didn't buy enough drinks. Like, we we bought drinks, and then because we didn't buy for, like, the second half, they were like, oh, are you going to buy another one? Or are you just going to sit here for hours? And I was just like, shut up. But anyway, um, we managed to catch about 65 <laughs> minutes of the, the game. And yeah, Wolves are looking. I don't really know what to make of Wolves really because they were playing what I can only describe as championship football in the first half, um, or the first half of the first half, if that makes sense. And then they started like knocking it about. Ruben Nevers looks like a player, definitely way too big for Wolves. Um, maybe you should go to Arsenal. Where? Liverpool. Now Liverpool. Nah, Liverpool don't need one. <laughs> Liverpool don't need him. Um, but yeah, no, and I don't think that that Jagielka tackle was a red card either, personally. But Jazz seems to think it was a red card. Ooh, we are we're gonna be soon switching our attentions to that absolutely but uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for uh, taking the time to call us um, and um, good luck tomorrow as well. You're screening. Thank you very much, man. All right, take care, guys. See you later on. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye bye. Thank you very much, there, to Adam and Coat. Cool. We've got a Man City fan calling up. Um, this has been the last call we're going to take on Chelsea. Chelsea fans, you've had your opportunity to call us up and you haven't ceased on doing that. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Hello, Terry. It's Yusuf. Hello, Yusuf. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Good, How good. Are you, man? Yeah, yeah. I'm very well, thank you. What did you make of Chelsea and their newfound Sari ball? Oh, um, yeah, I did actually watch that match. So, yeah, it was pretty interesting to see how um, they're playing now. So, it has... It has transformed quite quickly into a more expansive...
expansive attacking football basically but um it'll take it'll take a bit longer as you know with pep it takes like two months three months for it to properly kick in but yeah hopefully hopefully they don't do too well we need to like get a few all of us need to get a few points from them this season but yeah we'll see what happens with them but um i was just watching wolves and that what's that midfielder called never i think i think we should sign them for man city Okay, uh, I mean, look, very, very talented um, individual, no doubt about that. Um, yeah, yeah, but I think, I think um, if you if you compare him and how Jorginho plays, I don't think there's too much um, difference. Like Pep Guardiola is probably going to be watching him this season anyway, so you never know. Maybe we could get him next summer because. Because instead of waiting for like a superstar midfielder to come out, this guy's still like 19 or however old. He could be our next midfielder for like 10 years, minimum. Yeah, look, Ruben Neves is a very, is a very, very um, talented individual. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. I think he's 21 years of age now, a year. He'll turn 22 this season. Um, any, yeah, yeah. Anyone who wants to take him away... Um, from from uh, for anyone that wants to take away from Wolves is going to be paying a colossal, um, colossal amount of money. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. I actually, I, I personally know Ruben Neves, um, and it, it won't be. Look, I say it, it will be. It will be hard to prize away from Wolves in terms of his relationship with Nuno. San- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Anto is very, very important to him. Um, but obviously, yeah, the, yeah. the draw of going to a, a bigger club like Man City, a, a giant club, teams in Champions League, uh, will also be mm-hmm. um, a big a big draw for him as well. So let's just see how uh, Neves um, progresses over the course of the season. I think that would be, be the most important thing. Mate, thank you very much yeah. for your call as always, and we'll chat to you again soon. All right, cheers. Thanks, Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Cool. Listen, everybody that is watching on 100% Chelsea, we're about to drop off of that channel now. If you do want to continue to watch the show where we're going to round up the remaining Premier League games, talk more about Wolves versus Everton, there'll, of course, be some more Chelsea chat as well. You can still phone us up and talk Chelsea. Click in the, in your, on the 100% Chelsea, in the description below on YouTube is a link to the Ultimate Football Fans live stream. We're going to continue on there. Everyone on 100% Chelsea, take care of yourselves and goodbye. Join us over anyway, and we'll see you in a few minutes. And we're just going to carry on talking about everything else. I thought what's interesting to look at as well is the Premier League table, which um, it's... We've got, actually, we're going to have a Man United fan on the line, then we're going to have a little look at the Premier League table and see how it's shaping up after one game, because interesting reading. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Ayub. Ayub? Ayub. Ayub. You're a Man United yeah, fan, yeah. I believe. How are you? I'm good, bro. Yeah. I'm very, very well, thank you. Um, what's on your mind? What do you want to say? I just want to say two points, like Pogba and Eric Bay. About Pogba and Eric Bay, go for it. Yeah, I think Pogba, if Pogba stays free this season without injury, he could be the player of the year for easily. Last season, he was out three months. 
and he got like ten assists, and he, got, he was out three months. If you compare that to what's his name, De Bruyne, De Bruyne got eighteen, but most of De Bruyne, how many of that come from set pieces? You think about it, because all the Bogba's assists were from free from set pieces. So you think? Look, look, I think everybody knows Paul Pogba's class. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Um, it's 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 just about finding consistency. Last season, like he had everything consistent. But the only thing that was missing was that he had a free month. Like he was missed three months of the season. No, no, I, I, no, I, I understand that. I understand that. I think Pogba, to, to, to get player of the season, though, it isn't just about the amount of assists that he gets. It's not yeah, but just... people could see, too, like, if people said, if he had, like, he had a three months without that, he could feel he would have been, like, easily. He had everything, he would have everything. Last season, he started brilliant. Yes, he did. But, but if, you, if, if you let me, me finish, please, sir. It's not just about the numbers that he produces. It isn't just about the, the the exquisite passes or the great goals that he puts in. It's about doing what he did yesterday. It's about doing what he did in the World Cup final. It's about yeah. dom- it, it, let me finish. Please. It's about dominating matches, and that isn't just on assists and goals and great passes. That's being the key influence. That's leading his team. That is being disciplined. That is following through with his manager's instructions. Now he has the capabilities of doing that if he plays the entire season or you know 36 to 38 games then of course he has an opportunity to do it no doubt because Paul Pogba is one of the very best central midfielders in world football he just needs to uh, become more consistent that that's all anybody would say about him yeah, I feel like he's treated like a bit more different because he plays United or something but like he's not as big bad as people made from him like he the fact that he was even playing from deeper role and he still had that much influence and this three, three months of the season, that shows a lot about the player. If that was any other player, they would be like, they would be made in like he's the best midfielder in the world at that. But he's a Bogba that plays for United. The money, everything. That's what makes people say oh, Bogba is not as... Look, I understand that completely. I totally, totally um, understand what you're saying there. I don't think you need to try and convince me of that. Um... I wouldn't worry about what rival fans say of Paul Pogba because the this is how you know rival fans rate Paul Pogba. Because when he was linked with leaving Man United, they were laughing at the club. They were laughing at Man United fans. Why would you laugh at Man United fans for losing Pogba if you think he's a swag player, if he's a rubbish player? It doesn't make any sense. So what, what, what Man United fans need to do, what Liverpool fans need to do, what City fans need to do, is stop worrying about what rival fans think when they're just bantering you, when they are just saying things to gain retweets, when they are just saying things to sound edgy. Yeah, but because... United fans are like some United fans think that. Yeah, but they... you listen to that. Yeah, but why? It. But why listen and... to them? But why listen when you know? When you know what you know, what what is yeah. the point of listening to them? Honestly, like it, it's it's that anyone who it's doesn't rate Paul Pogba, they're they're a, they are an abomination to football. It's as simple and straightforward as that. We all know how good Pogba is. However, he needs to become more consistent. So if somebody challenges he's his... Just, consi- he just needs to, I think, it's not even like, he's consistent with he just needs to have three injuries and that's it. I mean, if he had that, he would be no... Okay. This, uh, last season, what killed him was the injury. That's fine. Lovely. Thank you very yeah. much for your call, mate. Take care. Uh, Cheers. I think he was, he was kind of preaching to the converted there a little bit, but um, there we go. Um, Z- Z- Aziz King says, Terry, you would be surprised... Sorry, Terry, you would be surprised you guys get top four. 
No, I wouldn't. Man United are going to challenge for the Premier League, and that's what we need to do. Pogba is in the top 10 players in the world, is what Leonardo believes. I agree with you. Um, what we what else we saying here? Any other comments here? Come on. We've got Noah on. Let's get Noah on the line. Noah's called up as usual. Let's get him on the air. Hello. Welcome to Fan Park Live, Noah. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Talk to me about the games today. How do you think Chelsea performed? Uh, yeah, I think they performed really well, and I'm excited for what, even though I'm an Arsenal fan, I'm excited for what I see from them in the Premier League. Um, there's a couple of things I want to talk about regarding Tottenham. Uh, I also think that I need to talk about the teams that have just been promoted as well, because, again, they've not they've had, well, a couple of them have had good results, but, you know. Okay, so what are you going to start with? I'll start with Tottenham. Go for it. Okay, so first things first, I think the problem is with their squad is if they if their players get injured, if any of their players, like the big names in their squad, like Harry Kane, like Deli Alli, get injured, and we all know this, they're going to have problems because they do not have the squad depth of a Man City. Even an Arsenal have a better squad depth now than Tottenham. And this is a worry for me, and I don't know why I'm worrying. I'm an Arsenal fan. I don't really want to worry about Tottenham, but this is just why I don't think they're going to do well this season because inevitably players are going to get injured. Inevitably, they're going to lose players throughout the season, whether it's international breaks, international breaks that happen to be with injuries coming back. And, yeah, I just think they're not going to go injury-free for the season. That's where I worry for Tottenham. And if I worry as an Arsenal fan, it's a bit concerned. But, you know, I think they might have a couple of problems in terms of injuries. OK, and what about the newly promoted sides? Uh, yeah, about them, I, I ultimately want to look at, first of all, Fulham, and yeah, 2-0 to Crystal Palace, like, I mean, yes, they've just been promoted, but we were all hyped up, even I was hyped up about Fulham doing well this season, I was hyped up, Wolves did very well, I think they did well to get a draw and come back from Everton twice, that's very hard, uh, but I just don't necessarily know where the promoted teams are going this season. I had concerns about Cardiff and we could see why their signings haven't been ideal for a Premier League kind of style of play. And I just, I'm just concerned, really. That's the problem. I mean, you're an Arsenal fan. I don't really get why you're concerned about all these other teams in the way in which you say you are. I think what I would also say is that, look... Wolves and Fulham and a lot of these promoted teams have been predicted to go on and do some great things this year, potentially. Yeah. It's the opening game. And yeah. too much is being read into some teams and not enough into others. And I think that this, this, everyone needs to just take a little bit of a chill pill, calm down yeah. a little bit, and we will see things. You know, For me, you don't even... Re- well, I was joking earlier when, we said we're, when we're going to look at the Premier League table. I actually don't really concentrate on the Premier League table to about 10 games in. Because until that point... Okay. It's it's like it's like pouring a pint of Guinness. You need to wait for it to settle before you know if it's a good pint or not. And it takes about yeah. ten games for that to happen. Um, so there's no point even looking at it at this moment in time. Um, but listen, um, yes, um, Noah, thank you very much for calling in. I really do appreciate. It. Thank you. All right. Speak Cheers, soon. mate. Bye. Thank you. Um, so a few things. If anyone else wants to give us a call, a few things that stood out to me today that I'm going to go through. Um, obviously, we spoke about Spurs earlier on. That they look decent. Still a little bit of ring rust in there. Harry Kane, is he going to break that August curse? That's something that's surrounding things. Sorry, ball in full swing. 
Not quite. I think it's going to take, a, again, I think it might take 10, 15 games for Chelsea to really find their feet with that new system. Interestingly, though, what I saw today, Eden Hazard looked absolutely hungry when he came on. Any talk about him being despondent, um, unhappy at not leaving, um, him not leaving uh, Chelsea this summer, I think his performance when he came on dispels that media myth. Uh, Jorginho looked very good in central midfield for Chelsea. Looks like an excellent acquisition thus far. And then when we look at the game that's just happened, the, the, the reported £50 million Richarlison turns out it's only around £35 million. Still a lot of money, though, for a young 21-year-old who hadn't scored since November 2017. Pops up with two goals um, for Everton today. One of them, the second one, was when they were down to 10 men and was absolutely Amazing. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And interestingly, we're talking a lot about Sari Ball. I was watching Marco Silva's Everton today. Still a work in progress. They still have their three Barcelona signings and Kurt Zuma to fit into this system. So you can imagine that Everton are going to change a lot over the next 5, 10, 15 games as well. But one thing I noticed watching Everton today, you really do see Jose Mourinho's influence on Marco Silva. Jose Mourinho bought Marco Silva up through the ranks and has, and has taught them a lot about football. And what I mean by that is you saw people working hard. Richarlison today, great on the ball, great finishes, wonderful performance, but the man was working hard. He was putting in effort. He was using up, he was using energy. He was everything you would want from an attacking player. You saw from Richarlison today and Everton fans will be hoping that remains. And of course, he's been mentioned already. Uh, good, good performances today from Walls and uh, uh, Jimenez, uh, stand, Jimenez sorry, stands out massively uh, with his goal today. But Ruben Neves, the boy is a touch of class, 21 years of age, first Premier League game, scores a fantastic free kick and of course picks up the assist for the equaliser for Wolverhampton Wanderers as well. So there's some really big talking points um, out there. Of course, they, they, were the, they were the games that I watched. So there were other games that I didn't watch today in terms of a roundup of, of the other results. We know... See Spurs one two one. We know Bournemouth pick up a two 0 victory away. Um, sorry, at home against Cardiff. Crystal Palace. With I wouldn't say a shock defeat. Crystal Palace are an established Premier League side, and they won two 0 away at Fulham. We know Chelsea score three 0 against Huddersfield. Watford pick up a two 0 victory against Brighton at home. And of, of course, we know about Wolverhampton Wanderers score. Bournemouth's game, if we go back to that, the goals today from a very late goal from Wilton um, after the, the game was opened up by Fraser in the 24th minute. Crystal Palace, the first goal in, I think, about three years from Schlupp on the 41st minute. And then the man they kept, their superstar player, Wilfred Zaha, on the 79th minute, um, giving uh, Crystal Palace that all-important victory. And two goals from Pereira for Watford today. And again, like I say, the, the league table is, is taking a bit of shape. You've got, you know, some will say it's taking shape. Chelsea on top and great three points for Bournemouth and Crystal Palace. It is, but it's about moving on from here now. It's about pushing on. And I think, as I said, it's going to take 10 games or so to, for you to really get a league table that's going to um, stand out, that's going to actually have any kind of um, shape to it that represents the flow of the season, as it were. Any more calls waiting, Abs? No more calls waiting? Not a problem at all. Just a few comments here. Hey, Terry, what are your thoughts on Andreas Pereira and his debut for Manchester United? Um, Abs, do you mind recording this? Yeah. So, look, Andreas Pereira, I think what stood out 
massively for me over preseason and at the start of this campaign is that Pereira, who has played as a, a number 10, who was away on loan at Valencia, was playing as a winger. He's come back into Man United and Jose Mourinho has seen something within him. His ability to play as a deep-lying midfielder, the number six role. The attitude of Andreas Pereira to accept this challenge, to move into the position and give it 100% is an example to all football players, whether you're at under eight level or you're a fully fledged professional. When you're, when you're challenged with a task and your manager wants you to try something, has, has seen something within you or needs you to do a role for the club, if you give it 100%, there's a chance that you'll be successful at it. And what I see from Pereira is the same work ethic I see from Ashley Young, as an example. Now, Ashley Young, you know, his career was over, but suddenly he comes back and he puts in a good performance at left back, goes to the World Cup, gets to a World Cup semi-final. Ashley Young, can you believe it? Now, Pereira's at the other end of his career, has listened to a world-class manager in Jose Mourinho, is taking... Props and coaching from Michael Carrick, one of the best holding midfield players in Premier League and Manchester United history. And he is developing nicely. Let's not get overhyped. Let's congratulate his attitude, his behaviour, his, his application, his desire, his dedication. But let's hold back on the plaudits because he needs to be able to... The performances we saw in pre-season and the performances that we have seen in, in the opening game, that now needs to be five games like that, 10 games like it, 20 games like it. Then we can start to talk about how good a player he legitimately is within that position and within that role. But what's really important is you, you hear a lot of football fans talk about how, um, you know, it's kind of like... How do I put this? When they don't, when, when, okay, a player doesn't like the system that a manager's that a manager's instructing him to operate in. If that player only gives eighty percent because he's not bought into the idea, there's a likelihood that idea could fail. And I've seen that happen in sport, and I've seen that happen in business. You know, you, your company has a new change of direction. If half the workforce only puts in fifty percent effort because they don't like the idea. That will make the idea fail. And actually what that does, it reinforces their own beliefs. Oh, I told you it was a bad idea. But actually, the bad it wasn't the idea. It was your application and your deliverance of that idea. So what I like from Andreas Pereira is that he's grabbed the ball by the horns and he says, right, this is my position. This is what I want to do. I want to play for Man United. I'll give it a go in this position. And he's actually enjoying it. And he's enjoying it for two reasons. One, he's so far he's been very good at it. But the biggest reason that he's enjoying it it's because he's playing regularly for Man United. And I've had this argument with people many times, whether it be about Man United players or, or players at other clubs. Do as your manager needs you to do. Follow his instructions. Follow her instructions. Whoever it may be applying for. And the manager will put faith in you. So for me, Pereira needs to become consistent. But the fundamental fact of the matter is his attitude and his behaviour, his application and dedication to Manchester United Football Club is absolutely exemplary. Abs, cheers for recording that, mate. Appreciate it. Thank you. There we go. Any more calls to get on the air? No. So that's it. Well, look, we've been on 45 minutes now. So um, hang on. Let's do one more comment. Let's do one more comment. Let's do one more comment. Chelsea have the worst attack in the top six is what Mega ZA believes. That's a little harsh, I'd say, to say it's the worst. 
I'd say it's a little bit harsh, but there we go. Listen, everyone who's tuned in, thank you very, very much. Do me a massive honour. Smash that like button for me, as always. Take care of yourselves. God bless. We're back tomorrow. Two live streams tomorrow for the big Super Sunday games. We're actually on, who's actually on Super Sunday tomorrow? I just want to double-check this, because i tell you what. My brain's gone. Legitimately, my brain has gone, though. I get a little bit confused. Let's put the date in here. Let's check who's actually on tomorrow. I know I know what games I'm checking the order. Yes, so 1.30 is Liverpool versus West Ham. And then 4 o'clock, Arsenal versus Manchester City. Absolute blockbuster to kick, kick off. And also finalise the end of this opening weekend of the EPL. Join us. We'll be covering both games tomorrow. Look after yourselves. God bless. And we'll see you all again very, very soon. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.